Welcome to The Short Score, your weekly update of rope and news from around the industry, where you can find the latest on the sport from the pro rodeo ranks to the jackpot world. I'm Taylor Vollen, and I'm your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Short Score. It's your host, Taylor Vollen. On today's bonus Ropen.com tips episode, we're going to continue on with our Jake Barnes and Clay O'Brien Cooper series. Today we have an audio clip that you can soon find on Ropen.com from Jake and Clay talking about how they first met and just some stories from the road back in the day. I hope y'all enjoy. It was back in those days when we were going to that and then Vicka went to a jackpot up in uh, northern New Mexico or a little rodeo or something, and Jake was there healing on a little black, tied on. And then it wasn't too long after that. We were still, we were, I went to Texas. Uh, I actually went to the Petskas when I was like 17 and stayed with him and amateured and and uh, Jake was hooked up with uh, Don Beasley and Dan Fisher and they were him and T Woolman were heading for them that group and I was with the Petskas and we were we were rodeoing in different areas but then we would merge you know when our areas and there were some jackpots and stuff. And so I remember then Jake was heading and and uh, I think the first time that we roped together was at a SE Mayo rope on the five header, give a saddle away. And Jake and I roped and we won the rope and he won the saddle. And uh, And then the next time I seen him was uh, Al Bach had, had called him up to the big leagues and he started rodeoing professionally. And then I was roping with Brett Beach and uh, Brett and I started buddying with Jake and Alan. And a result of that, when you were, when Alan was the leader, <laughs> you went to everything. And so you went to every jackpot, every rodeo, everything you could possibly schedule in. And so it just made sense for Jake and I to rope second partners at all of those ropings. And it just seemed like we did good all the time. And we just kind of had I guess, chemistry together from the get-go, even though we were roping with different partners at the time. We used to charter airplanes to jackpots and borrow horses. (laughs) (laughs) Alan was incredible. I mean, he was the master of entering rodeos, and he could throw jackpots in between, and fishing trips and there's no telling what he just we just tagged along we just we just did our when it was our time to drive and <laughs> fill up with gas he was the 
He was the master. Morning, noon, and night. Well, back in the day, there wasn't. There was just uh, dualies. There wasn't very many two-seater trucks then. So a lot of times, you know, to split the fuel, there would be four of us in a in a truck, and one guy be driving, and and I think maybe Alan was one of the first guys that ever had a camper. You know, one of them shell campers, and then so you got to get back there and get a little bit of rest and but they were all bumper pull trailers then with a with a camper on them and then they come up with the uh, capri campers and then the next thing you know they were they had uh, the first uh slant load trailer leo camarillo had a three-horse slant trailer and then jimmy cooper he rodeoed out of a, a motor home with a, a bumper pull and then it evolved into the first uh, living quarters trailer I ever seen was a handmade one. There was a, a bulldogger down in uh, Tucson. Doug, what's his last name? Anyway, he built him a little, a little gooseneck and had a little, uh, just a homemade uh, shower in it. And then it evolved into the bloomer trailers and then now then you got the freight liners and the bloomers and the <laughs> golly they're just incredible it, it would be funny to have to to see these young guys have to rodeo like we had to i mean i can remember you know sleeping just up against the you know and, and like we chartered we went to a lot of rodeos 120 rodeos and we chartered a lot of airplanes and just lots of miles in those little little puddle jumpers and just and we did some of the craziest stupidest things you can imagine flying through storms and just things that you're not supposed to do so you know we feel that god sure had his hand on us getting us through all of that stuff i was roping with t woolman and we uh, got done at the short round at ellensburg and we were up at uh Bishop or Lancaster or Bishop, I can't, I think it was Lancaster. And uh, on that Monday night uh, performance, and we jumped in the plane with uh, Bobby Brown and Hawkeye Henson, and it was their plane. And they, they had a pilot, but Bo Bobby flew as well. We got in there and they were drinking beer and took off and we get to uh, Bakersfield and I'm from Southern California area so that's just right over the hill from Bakersfield. So I know those mountains right there uh, from when I was a kid and so we couldn't make it all the way to Lancaster. We had to stop in Bakersfield for fuel. So we stopped and then we get fueled up and we take off and we just take off from the airport and then we're just climbing out, but it's getting dusk. And so those lights on those mountains, those, you know, the plane lights that are show you where the mountain is, they're above us. And I know that we're too low. And so I hollered, I'm in the back. I'm like, T, these are big mountains and those lights are above us. And so he, he hollers up there to them and tells them, and immediately they just start circling. 
to circle to get high enough to get over them, but they were just not paying attention, you know? I was like, so you did, I was always paying attention. I was always, and I was a little bit scared because you hear, there were stories out there and of people, you know, having problems. And one time Jake and I, we were, I think, we can't, I forget where we was, but we was headed to, uh, maybe it was Pendleton, and then we was headed to uh, Douglas. And it was just him and I, and we got in a storm, and we were icing up, and I was paying attention, and I was like, you know, I know we're icing up, and we're in weather, we're in weather. we can't see anything for a good while, maybe an hour or so. And I didn't really get concerned until the pilot started looking like he was panicked. And then I was like, oh man, this isn't good, you know. <laughs> so this and stuff like that, I was like, Jake said, we did some kind of stupid things just to get to a $1,500 added rodeo. But we had to make it, you had to get there. <laughs> My worst one ever was, I don't remember where we were coming from, but we had H.P. Evitts and Dennis Motes with us. And it was gonna be nip and tuck. We were headed to uh, Joseph, Oregon. And H.P. said, I'm not going. So we, we were going through Vegas. And so we dropped, we stopped in there and dropped H.P. Uh, and Dennis off. And Alan and I, we went on. And this just a little, little small plane anyway and man we get up there and we get in some bad weather and it feels like we're in a washing machine I mean this plane is bucking and jumping and lightning and raining as hard as and that was the first time that I was introduced to St. Elmo's fire <laughs> there was a there was a uh, it looked like a flame like a blue and red flame and so it, what it is, it's like static electricity. And so there was a, a, a flame around the, the propeller. And so that was the scariest one for me. And it was pitch dark and just lightning and just bucking and just jumping. And I thought, man, this is it. We ain't getting out of this. <laughs> so there was run out of fuel one time. The, we was going to uh, Evanston, Wyoming, Alan and I, and we flew from Sonoy to Arizona up there, and the pilot run us out of fuel because we were in a hurry. We wasn't going to make it, and the weather got socked in, and we couldn't get down below the clouds, and it's up in the mountains up there. And finally, the pilot said, we got to go down. He says, we're going we're gonna to run out of fuel, so we got to... And just about that time, there was just a little opening down there. We saw some... And so, boy, we dropped down there and found the airport, landed, turned around to taxi up to the to the, the terminal up there, and we run out of gas. And we had to get out of the plane and push the plane up to the. So just you know, stuff like that, just stupid stuff. <laughs>